Soldier Field, 24-17. Bears trying to get their 10th win. Here's the boot up in the air. Going up for it. Allen Robinson, he's got it! I want to see the Bears give him an opportunity to prove that he can do this. He's got the ball at the 43-yard line. When all the signs in the world were there. I think that'll be a fade-to-black moment with Allen Robinson taking it out of the air. That's what you're really hoping for that they really contribute to the team each year, and that you build a great base and foundation. And these loyal fans have been rewarded for their loyalty. It was, it was, it was awesome. It's, we picked up right where we left off. It was fantastic. And they have a Bears team to be proud of right now. Takes the snap, takes a knee, they head to the field. The Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of 34 to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flesh, with my father and co-host, Brian Flesh. So, son, uh, before I say another word, is the are we recording right now? <laughs> yes, we are recording for the second time. Fun fact, my neighbor had the great idea of coming over with duck eggs that were pickled and they tasted absolutely horrible yes i tasted one by the look on your face i was so glad that you were the taster and not me but he did let the dog in and when it was absolutely pouring before it started pouring so if you hear anything in the background that is my big dog guinness he's a newfie and you might hear a loud bark every now and then he's locked in the kitchen because he is still a puppy and we don't want him trashing our equipment. And speaking of pouring, that is a wonderful transition into how it poured yesterday at Soldier Field. Woo, Mr. Kitzel, we came out with a win. Very unexpected. Um, in some ways, right? Uh, like I said earlier, we we said they were going to cover, bet responsibly, bet within your means. Uh, we are going to do a little more of a gambling talk on this podcast every now and then. Not a lot, people. It just We did say, though... Seven was way too much to cover. It was, they were giving us seven. Everyone was talking Lance, uh, Trey Lance up like he was the next big thing. The, every theme we hit on last podcast pretty much came to fruition. It, look, the fact is that Justin Fields looked better. He didn't look great. And we'll talk about that. But he looked, he looked okay for what it is that our team is. And I think, though, and we'll just dive right into yeah, it. My big biggest takeaway is he, he hits open people, man. It's not like Trubisky. Like, he can float him in. He can put that ball on a rope if oh. he needs to. He can drop it in. The, the skill set's there. And, you know, what a fantastic way to start off the year. Oh, it was great. It was and, and, the, great. and the Packers lost. I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. If. If you're a Bears fan, it doesn't get much better than that, does it? No. So that overall fantastic. Um, I, I would say though, I was a little surprised by the win. I think, um, man, Eddie Jackson came up huge with oh. that pick. But we finally did something that we haven't done in a long time, and that's convert turnovers into points. And that's that's what won us the game. Yeah, we we also did something else, Tyler, that we haven't done in a long time, and that's make adjustments at halftime. I was just going to say that. I'm glad you brought that up because it's the absolute truth. We did not say, hey, guess what? The first half, we shit the bed. It didn't work. Guess what? We'll do the same, same thing, thing in the second half. Yeah. We didn't have to do that. It was fantastic. 
Um, yeah. Look, as far as the game goes, I understand the stats aren't there, but look at the field, look at everything, okay? It, it was a disaster. And offensively, we looked really bad the first half. Oh, yeah. Really bad. We, I mean, you and I were looking at each other, and it was deja vu. I mean, we were thinking, where have we seen this before? It looked like an identical replay of last year. There was no motion. There was no creativity. I mean, we were really depressed at, at, at when they, they went in at halftime. And uh, I was thinking, geez, this is going to be one hell of a long year. And then all of a sudden... They come out and they start looking different, and we start playing different. We start using different personnel. Tell you what, I, you know, kudos to the new coaching team. I mean, we we made huge changes. Well, let me put it this way: we made some small changes that equaled huge outcomes, and I think that's the difference about this coaching staff. Granted, we only have one game that's not much of a sample size but hey we we really i was impressed by it i I really was impressed by now later on we're going to talk about our upcoming game and i know we both have some very strong thoughts about you know uh, what that's going to have to look like in order for us to win yeah we'll talk about that later uh let's let's get into the game though uh, specifically the plays and everything that happened. You, you again, continue somehow to always want to talk about... We even talked about the end, what we were going to say at the end, and you continue... Hey, we'll talk about it at the end, guys. They know. We know. We got it. <laughs> you do this to me every day. I told you. Remember you said you weren't going to do it anymore last podcast? I said I yes. Lied. Yeah, I know you did. All right. Let's get into it, though. There w- w- okay. Let's we did win, but let's talk about the negatives first just a little bit. There there were some negatives. Um the play calling and stuff. I don't know we we didn't know who we really were. I still think we're trying to figure that out. On the far as the defensive side of the ball, overall I think we look good. Uh, Jalen Johnson looked fantastic. Knocked that ball out of Debo Samuel. Again, love him or hate him, Roquan led the, the team in tackles. He was there making plays. He was all over the field making plays. Um, Eddie, I, Eddie, Eddie Jackson Eddie makes Jackson. a huge pick. pick. Oh, my gosh, that pick. I mean, that pick sealed the game pretty much. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, it, and then capitalizing on it. Also, absolutely. That's what, absolutely. Um, Brisker, even though Brisker um, let a long pass get, get by him, man, I tell you what, in, in run coverage – he he I thought he looked very good too. He did uh Brisker and Gordon. Kyler Gordon, right? That's mm-hmm. his name, number yeah. six. Man, I will cut them slack. It is their first NFL game, but out of position, not really where they needed to be, some confusion going on. It didn't hurt us. Mm-hmm. Um hopefully that gets the jitters out. Hopefully I and I again, it's a lot to ask of but like it's it, it's hard when you're used to seeing that with bears our rookies when they step into a position of defense like usually they're always good right off mm-hmm. the rip i mean mm-hmm. I, I, not all the time but for yeah. the most part yeah. it's because we're always usually well surrounded and versed in every area of the field 
And I think that with time, they'll get better because obviously, you know, like I said, it's your first game. Your dream yeah. has come true. The the lights are on. It's a home game. It's sloppy. It's wet. I get it. I just had to point it out. Yeah, it's part. It's part of what we do here. Yeah. We can't just you know let everything go. Yeah, and and you know, I want to talk about the offensive line for a little bit because, um, you know, there there, there was that you know famous saying they are who they thought we they were who we, we thought they were. Um, when we first started playing in that first quarter, God, Bosa we manhandled us. Oh, we were getting manhandled consistently um people looked like they were missing their assignments um you know it 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 started to look really really bad really really quick and um i'm just continually impressed by those adjustments made um at half i think um jenkins didn't they move jenkins around if if i recall i think i'm pretty sure they did um in the second half um, it, it just looked like we came out with a, a, a just a, just a, a game plan in place that w- that was much much different on that offensive line. It, it, w- whether it was my imagination, uh, I don't know. Viewers, you can call in and tell me I'm full of shit. Um, I may be, but it, to me, it just looked like that we were in better position getting off our blocks. We were in better position taking on. Um, some of the switching that was occurring on the and you're defense. talking about in the second half. Yeah, I'm talking about more in the second half. So, I, so you well, know, I hope to God I, you were because the first half was horrible. Yeah. Oh, oh, the first half was. That's what I said. I mean, the first half just it looked like we were the same old team that we had just you know pressed the button from last year and everyone just came right back to where they were. So I, I didn't know what you thought of the offensive lines play. I. I, I thought I thought they were much better the second half than the first half. Um, do we have improvements to make? Absolutely. We got uh, we got some people who I think really played against some. I mean, Bosa's good. I mean, some of some of their defensive line is really really good to play as well as we played. Um, what did they get? Um, two two or three sacks on us uh, the the whole game. Um, uh, I can check. Hold yeah, on. I can't. I can't remember exactly what that was, but you know, that's a really good defensive front that they have there in San Francisco. So, you know, we got to give them credit, and for our offensive line to, um, you know, keep keep that sack rate. Part of that was due to they Fields two. two. Yeah, part of that was due to to Fields also being able to um, avoid some things with his legs and get out in space. I mean, you got to give it to Fields for that. But uh, I think, I'm telling you, I think there's hope, Ty. What do you think? I think there's definitely hope, but uh, as far as the offensive line, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, they did better, but did the field get worse? You know, like that kind of thing. Yeah, I can't really talk too much into it. I think it's still a problem. Uh, Man, we couldn't even get screens off. That was alarming. Yeah. And also alarming how many times Luke Getze kept calling a fucking screen. I mean, it was it, they were different kind of screens. Like on one of them, he pulled the the opposite uh, tackle. Like he pulled the left tackle and the left guard. Usually, you see it if it's going to the right side with the right tackle and the right guard. He, I mean, I 
props on being creative, but dude, it's not working. Well, it was it, it was slow. We talked about that. The it, development it was, was slow. The development of the screen was so slow, but that it, made, it allowed everybody to react. But it made Fields look bad for if people aren't used to watching an actual game. They're like, oh, he's holding on the ball too long. No, he's waiting for the play to develop downfield. Is what actually is happening? Yeah. So I, I think that was a, a really that's a really good point to make. It those screens were called too many times. It's one thing if the screens were developing quicker and he was able to get the passes off, but to continue to do the same thing, you know, come on, adjust. Another uh, player that I want to talk about, if we can switch and go to the defensive line, is Dominic Robinson. Oh yeah. This guy came out of nowhere, and he played his ass off. And that was a great game by him. Yeah. I mean, Hakeem Hicks, who? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Easy, easy. I can tell people. <laughs> I can feel the anger, and we're not even live. Look, I completely understand, but like, if that kid's going to show up and ball out like that on a regular basis, he has a very bright future. He's only 24 years old. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. I thought he was older than that. And I looked it up and I'm like, holy cow, he's pretty much a young buck. Um, So, yeah. How how about, I mean, also to do, to do what we did in that game. And to go back to your, what you were saying, the, the adjustments were just so nice to have the way we adjusted because we didn't run screens after that. And we, we got into the locker room. The only thing that I would nitpick on is I would like to see adjustments more after series instead of we have to wait till half because there's going to be games this year where you need to make it per series. Okay, that series didn't work. We need to adjust, you know, see something on there that we're not seeing. Obviously, we don't get the full, you know, 23 cameras that they get. So at coaches so do something along those lines but that's just me nitpicking i mean a win's a win we got a good win there was a lot of key players out there and uh man i'm gonna sound like a hater but i'm gonna say it again start herbert herbert is a better back than david montgomery you saw it yesterday a the stats are alarming, and I'll read them off, but, Dad, your thoughts on that whole thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen to our podcast from last time, and you'll hear Tyler and I both saying, Herbert's a better runner. He just is. He hits the hole. He's a north and south runner. Listen, we love our Bears. We're not Montgomery haters. but if you I wa- am. Oh, okay, Tyler, you are. You're not really. But here's the deal. I am. Uh, you're not. I just said I am. How can you tell me I'm not? I am. Okay. All right. I'm not. I'm not a hater of him as a person. I'm a hater of him as yeah. a player. Yeah. Okay. There's a different right. so, church and state, man. Yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's way too much dancing around with Montgomery. Way too much dancing around. He doesn't hit the holes quickly. When, but can I read off the stats? Yeah, please do because I think they're. I think they're mind-boggling. Nine carries, forty-five yards. Averaged five yards a carry for Herbert. Montgomery got the ball 17 times, ran for only 26 yards, averaged 1.5. Yeah. And this is behind pretty much the same offensive line. No, it is literally behind the same offensive line. Yeah. So, come on. I So, I'm hoping 
that I'm one of the things I'm most excited about seeing is speaking of adjustments, will the Bears offensive coordinators and the people responsible for the personnel out on, out on the field, will we see Herbert involved more next week against Green Bay? I'm looking forward to that. I I think we might just see him much more involved. You're doing it again. We said we would talk about this game at the end. That that leads in. That's just going to lead us. If I, if I answer that, then we're just going to be talking about the Packers, and we're going to go back to this game. Stick on this game, man. Okay. We'll get there. I know. It's Packers week. I get it. I, I get I, the ants in the pants, man. I, I, I You're get. about leaping out of your chair wanting to talk about it. I understand, but we have to talk about the big win. But, no, I'm with you, though. I, I think as far as Herbert and the way he does things and just the way he looks, to me it's a no-brainer. And you know what? Montgomery better watch out because he wasn't drafted by this organization. He – well, he was, duh. He wasn't drafted by this front office, and this front office, and there's they're not going to play favorites, and hopefully they don't, mm-hmm. because I don't care how you play in practice. I don't care how you practice. I care how you play. Exactly. Because if they're like, well, David's killing it in practice. Well, that's fine. Khalil's killing it in games. I uh, give me the game guy. You can have your practice, boy. I want the game guy. Yeah. I, last time I, I looked. And there really wasn't a Lombardi trophy awarded for the good practice guys, was there? No. Yeah. So, with all this being said, too, I wanted to also talk about Justin Fields and the touchdown pass. Look. Which one? The first one. But if we can, if we're going to have success, we're going to need it from St. Brown and Pettis. We're going to need these guys to come out and make plays. But I think it's also on fields. Like This could be a defining moment. Yes, Mooney's there, but obviously you could tell the Niners wanted to shut him down. Their whole sole goal was Mooney's not getting anything, make him beat us with someone else, and we did. Again, that is a great point because it shows you not only did the coaching staff make adjustments, fields made adjustments in, two, in terms of who he started looking for in the second half. But let's, yes, I completely agree. Let's talk about that. When you see the highlight of the first touchdown pass to Pettis, the 51 yards down the field, opposite ends, he threw across his body. When you look at it, you think to yourself, well, duh, that's an easy play. He's wide open. How can you miss him? Well, it's pretty easy because he avoids the sack by rolling out to his left and then has the awareness to look up find the wide receiver, Pettis, wide open, and get him the ball in a timely fashion that makes him go down and score the touchdown. That's not that's not a play to overlook. That that shows the eyes that's what I think I love the best about it. It shows eyes downfield. Eyes downfield down looking. He ha- he could have ran. He didn't want to run. And Another thing, I'm not too fond of this with Fields. Uh, he continues to slide when he's beyond the line of scrimmage and almost like give up yardage. I wish he would just throw it away. Positive note, though, I'm glad he's getting down. He does not have that frame, and he knows he doesn't have that frame. Yeah. But, again, his vision and how nice is it, Dad, to have a wide, wide receiver? How nice is it? We haven't had one of those for a while yet. <laughs> 
How nice is it to have a quarterback, though, who can actually, like, say, hey, that guy's open. I'm going to get him the ball. Well, yeah, I, I think you said it all, Tyler. The great quarterbacks, and I'm not putting Justin Fields in that category yet. I hope one day, too. But they're one. They, what they all have in common, good and great quarterbacks have in common, is they keep their eyes downfield no matter what kind of pressure is on them. Right, and he did. And, and he did. And I would tell you a year ago, I think he would have ran with that ball. Oh, for definitely. Yeah. And I, I think, too, going back to what you said earlier, like, I don't – look, I could be completely wrong here in what I'm about to say. But I don't think that we're going to – be a playoff bound team I could be wrong I I think right now what I'm looking at is middle of the table we obviously can upset some people because we just did but I, I, I'm, I were I know it's too early to tell but this is just my prediction I, I think that I don't know where the coaching is right now we don't know who we are offensively yet so I'm thinking middle of the road with a few upsets sprinkled in kind of team, which which I would be okay with as a season as long as a few things change. And actually just one thing, as long as we continue to see the progression of Justin Fields and where we can not only see glimpses, but I think we're getting to that point now where we need to say after this season – and people might disagree with me because it's too early, but I think you need to say that's our franchise guy or that's not, and we got to move on. I agree. Totally agree with that because the Bears have spent way too many seasons pro- lying to themselves about who they had. Speaking and of you, that. And when you lie to yourself about who you have, even though you hope you have the the person you picked and wanted you got to be honest with yourself. But that's yourself. ego, right? It is that's ego. ego. That's it, all that is. They you gotta, cannot put their ego at the door. You got, But you have to. You have to be able to put your ego at the door and say, you know what? We made a mistake. This isn't the guy, or it is the guy. But, what you, but what's killed the Bears over and over is you don't do either one. There's only one. I mean, think about how fast things change, right? There is only one quarterback. And I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm, I'm, and I, I know it's going to sound like it, and I'm not. I have a pretty good eye when it comes to quarterbacks. I, I said that RG3 was going to be a bust. I've said that on this podcast before. The only quarterback I can remember being just so flat wrong on, and I mean, and now I'm like one of his biggest fans, is Josh Allen. I've never seen a quarterback where you watched him in Houston in that playoff game and you said, this is not our guy. We got to move on. That's what I would have said as a GM. Like, oh, we got to, you know, thank God I'm, I'm, I would have blown the pooch, like screwed the pooch on that one because, but, but, but what I'm trying to say is look how fast he changed and look how fast they knew. And he gets a big deal. And I mean, he's only played one game this year, but he lit it up. So that's kind of where I'm at. Like what I'm saying with Justin Fields yeah. is, why not make that early decision? 
Yeah. And I, I want to take what you said and I want to expand it. Not only do I want to see Justin Fields make um, changes for himself and see him progress, but I want to see how our coaching staff deals with the progression of other players. How do they deal with these young wide receivers? How do they deal with the fact that, you know, let's face it, Cole Komet wasn't even involved in the game. I don't think he was even targeted one time. He's, he's not a good player. So, so you know, we can't okay, avoid that when we, you talk about an offense. But we watch Notre Dame. I want to say we're diehard Notre Dame fans, but we're fans, mm-hmm. and we watch Notre Dame. We watched them lose this weekend to Marshall. I was like, oh, geez, Notre Dame. When the Bears drafted Cole Komet, I was like, what? I didn't get it. Still don't get it. Notre Dame offensively has never been in the same level as, like, I would not take an offensive player for Notre Dame to save my life. You can't even name the last great, uh, what was his name, Uh, the wide receiver. He went to the Cardinals, got a DUI, Michael... Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm blanking on it, Ty. I know that's it. That, well, see, I can't even remember his full name, but that's yeah. the last one I remember who was decent and faded out. That that's all I'm trying to say is, why are you reaching for a tight end that didn't do anything in so, college? So, from what I gather, you believe that it wasn't the scheme that the coaching staff had that didn't involve him. It's, it's this, we've got Cole Komet who has no talent and that's that, why, that's what and I that's believe, why yes. he wasn't. And that's why he wasn't involved. I believe schematically See, that he actually, just, that actually gives didn't. Yeah. That actually gives me more hope. Well, I mean, um, he wasn't even in. Yeah. I, well, I, I saw him in there, but I, I'm How quite often, sure though. It wasn't often. Yeah, well, it wasn't often. I don't know. I, I guess he could be hurt. They, I don't know uh, what they, it is. They, mm, yeah. No, no. So, you know, I that's a that's a that's a red flag for the offense. Anytime you have a tight end in on the kind of scheme that we have and he has zero targets, you got to wonder, you know, okay. How you know, is that that really the plan of the offense? I don't think so. No, I I don't either, but I'm interested to see like the progression of fields like if he can sling this ball around could you imagine if he get I'll, I'll i'll say this depending on i'm not i'm not basing this solely off a of stat I'm, i won't do that but what i will say is depending on how the games look and depending on the touchdown to interception ratio i think if he, he can throw over four thousand yards with this staff, and I know there's an extra game, but I'm damn it, I'm still saying over four thousand, maybe forty two hundred. The point is, if he can get there, depending on how everything else looks, and just depending on the overall how he plays, because again, you can look at stats all you want, that doesn't show you the the truth of the player. I think we 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 would then have a franchise quarterback. Yeah, I, I think that's a fair evaluation. I, I I believe that's a benchmark that's worth looking at. What now? If he's yeah. if he's hovering around the three thousand yard, we have a problem. Yeah, and we he, have a big problem. Yeah. If he, he we cannot hover around three thousand right. in a seventeen game season. Right. Well, and the other the other value add to a quarterback is a quarterback who can also take ownership for. Okay, I know not to do that again. So that first interception that Fields threw, 
quite honestly, was terrible. It was he, horrible. He threw into triple coverage. He shouldn't have thrown it. Everyone. Well, was, I don't was, think he threw into triple coverage as much as he just did not see the linebacker. Like yeah. the, the linebacker was like, he was at least what ten yards in front, and he just—I don't think he saw him at all. I must not have. But it was a bad throw. Let's face that one. So. The other part of of your learning as a quarterback is to learn also not let that haunt you, but also learn from that mistake so you're not doing that again. And then he almost threw another pick, though, which was bad, but, you know, it didn't end up, and he kept his head up, Mm -hmm. and, you know, he didn't call. I'm a firm believer in early picks. I'm a firm believer in picks don't matter. It matters where you throw them. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, if you throw it in the fourth, like, you know how they say a pick's a pick? Yeah. It's really not. Yeah. Because if you throw it in the fourth quarter on a game-winning drive, <laughs> that's a lot different than throwing it in the first drive of the first quarter. Yeah. I, I It's going to be really interesting to see, Ty, what happens if our offensive line can get more in sync with each other, if Herbert becomes our starting back. Oh, please. Um, please. I, I'm serious. Those I also be... love the no gloves in the rain. Like, he just, it's old school. Yeah. He's so old school. I love it. I love But don't fumble or I will hate you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I instantly have a double standard. Yeah, you do. That's why, that's why I said some of the things I said. I was, I was like, yeah, you know, it, that's great that you don't wear gloves. Just uh, never fumble the ball again or I will hate yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you won't. Uh, you know. You know. Um, anyway, I won't even get into that. What I, what was going through my head? So Herbert starts. I would love to see that happen. I'd love to see as the year progresses more more cohesion in that offensive line. People kind of you know settling into their jobs. I, I'm beginning to believe that maybe some of these wide receivers that we have are are really workable, and it'll be interesting well, to kind of find out. You know um, how they how they gel with Fields over time. I get what you're saying there with workable, and but sorry, you're supposed to fill there while I was yawning, like I filled for you when you were coughing. I don't know how many times you leave me out to dry. It's it's the um, privilege of a father to a son. You're Just welcome. to let you guys know, I am, I am doing the waving motion, telling him to keep going, and he just looks at me like a deer in the headlights while I'm yawning and everyone's hearing nothing. Oh, my gosh. The beauty of not editing a podcast. There it is, folks. <laughs> so what I was trying to say, Dad, is I don't even remember because I got lost. Yeah, you did. But it's a. I think where you where, were, where were we? We were talking about workable wide receivers. Okay, okay, that's what I was going to say. So I don't know how much it is going to be on the wide receiver. I think some of those wide receivers. I don't know. Maybe I could be completely wrong, but I don't see him as you know busting out. I don't see Byron Pringle and busting out. So I think where what I'm saying is where I lie is it's going to be up to field. I think you can work in that system. Oh, once again, excuse me. I don't. I don't see these being top ten wide receivers. No, no, that's not I, what I'm... I. I. I think. Can you? The question becomes: Can you find a workable, efficient place within the system? And but see, and, that's, you know, that's that's a question I have. I, I see. I disagree with you a little bit there because what I take away from it is: If Fields a franchise quarterback, then he can make these people 
better. Yeah, exactly. Like, he can make these people. Because you see it all the time. Rodgers does it all the freaking... Randall Cobb would not be in this league without Aaron Rodgers. He is the David Spade. And and Adam Sandler... Aaron Rodgers is Adam Sandler. That's that connection. So, that's what I'm saying. When you have a quarterback who literally makes every other wide... Where you don't have to spring on wide receivers. But you should. You should get a couple good ones because it helps. I mean, we don't have a Justin Jefferson, unfortunately. Because that dude's a freaking stud. He tore him up. (laughs) Yeah, I did. But what I'm saying is, I think that's part of the growth that we're going to see this year, Dad. Whether it's if he can spread the ball. Now... I'm okay with the, I'm not okay with this, but if the receivers are dropping the ball, but he's putting it all, I'm well okay with that. I'd rather deal with a wide receiver dropping a ball than deal with the overthrows of one Mitchell Trubisky. That was so hard to watch. Can we talk about him? I know this is a Bears podcast, but he was a Bear, and we got a lot of shit as Bears fans, not this podcast, I'm talking about everyone in general. Oh, your system failed him. Guys, he's the same goddamn quarterback in Pittsburgh. His stat line was atrocious. He had t- he was 21 for 38, and he only had 194 yards. Yeah, he threw the ball 38 times, and he completed 21 for only a. He didn't even go over 200 yards. And they won because of Pittsburgh's defense. Yeah. It was 23-20 to 20 was the final score. Oh, by the way, folks, the defense, they scored the first touchdown. Yeah. He's not good. He's not a good quarterback. Everyone's saying how good he is, blah, blah. He's not even a good backup. Now, he's better than, you know, Cooper Rush. Is that his name for Dallas? Yeah. Who, Guy, he yeah. was horrible last night. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, I, I never even heard of him till last night. I oh, didn't yeah. even hear he was he was he's been around. He's, okay, and he's he's gotten games before. And you know what? I'll give it to him. Very consistent. <laughs> Very consistent. Yeah, the type of consistency you really don't want in the NFL. Well, and that's that's all I'm trying to say, right? I'm sitting here think, thinking like you know the system let him down. Blah blah. blah. Mm. What was Nagy's system good? No. Yeah. Was their wide receivers continually open that were overthrown? Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're not, and so far we haven't seen that with Fields. And again, it's, I understand that people are like, well, it's a whole new system. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But we, we, we don't have time to keep going, you know, you know what I mean, Dad? Like, let's, let's say, let's say Luke does amazing. And then he gets picked up this year. Like, he, he turns everything around and gets picked up to be, a, you know, in a head coach somewhere. We can't keep going, ah, well, Fields probably have a down year because, you know, it's a new system. Good quarterbacks don't do that. Yeah. That doesn't happen. I mean, they may have a few down games. They don't have a down year because of that. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I, I want to I switch gears a little bit, if I could, and, and talk about uh, yesterday's Bears special teams. Um, wow, that was interesting, right? Yeah. I mean, first of all, the whole thing with the punter, like... With with wiping off the ball I've and never, throwing the shirt. No, no, down. he wiped off the field. And wiped, oh, that's right. He wiped off the field and and threw the shirt. Down. I didn't even know that was a thing. Did you? I had no idea. So what he's talking about, if anyone missed it, is 
he he got he got a line to where he was going to place the ball on the field and he took his towel and he started trying to soak up the water with the towel so that the the Santos could get a better you know kick and the weirdest thing they just blew the flag and they said that that's illegal and you're not allowed to do it and it took us I mean it was a boneheaded move, but also I didn't know you couldn't do it. But I guess I'm also not a professional player. But it did take us out of field goal range, and then we yeah, th- that was we had to punt. Yeah, I mean that that was not a high point of our season, and I I'm sure the coaching staff will will take care of that one. The other thing is, hey, well, for, in hindsight, it's probably better, right? Because Santos yeah, probably would have missed it. Yeah, that's true. That uh, that's that's a very good point. I guess the other thing with Santos too is, you know, if you watch the game, you know he. He he had some misses. Fired, yeah. yeah, and um, hey, listen. I think you fire him. You you think you fire him on a day like yesterday where the footing was so bad, and I don't think you fire. I, if you get, butt he hurt, also doesn't have a leg are, though. Dad. Are you going to get? He doesn't have a leg. Listen, he was very consistent last year. What what was he for? Eighty seven percent. I mean, he yes. was right up there. So I mean, I, I just want to. I'm a bear fan that says, listen. That that's an aberration. That's that's a day in which the field became Noah's Ark. Don't you yeah. know? Don't judge on 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 a couple misses. That's not him. Don't be butt hurt for the rest of the year because he misses a couple field goals on a day like that. If he now if he does that at the next game and it's dry, yeah, fire his ass. You know what? But makes, you know, you know, just what, don't but, but, just don't go there. You you have to though. You know what makes it almost impossible not to go there? What is the kicker on the other side not missing? Oh, that's right. We used to have him and we got rid of him. That's what makes it hard. I I get it. I I still I'm still sticking to my gun saying, hey, listen. I mean, if he's you look a- at the body of his work, the body of his work's been pretty good with us. I think you, I think you give the guy that day and and you see where we go from here. If he starts to do that. And it's consistent. Cut his butt. If he misses more, man, I would say three more. Yeah. See, this is where I would love to hear from some of our callers. Like, what are they saying out there? Right? I would love to hear from some of them because I don't know if I'm. Maybe I'm the guy who's all screwed up, giving him the giving him the opportunity because you know the field was just absolutely terrible. But I just feel yeah. like if we do the whole give him opportunity thing, it makes me very lenient because that's what we did with Cody Parkey and everyone knew he sucked and like we continue to go down that and it literally like shot ourselves in the foot like we destroyed our own season because we didn't have the balls to get rid of someone. Like dude, you suck at your job. Tough shit. You got to kick in the NFL. You'll be fine elsewhere. Bye bye. <laughs> and then later he gets picked up. Like that's another thing. Like not only did we shoot ourselves in the foot, but it's not like we helped him by keeping him on, right? Like it's not like if we would have cut him, people would have been like, "Oh my gosh, you know he's never going to get a job again." He got a job after the double doink. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what we're doing there. <laughs> that's why I'm very hesitant on. How many times does he miss? Because, like, if we are in prime position to somehow lock in a playoff spot and we come down and we miss a field goal again, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do that anymore. Yeah. I, I'm 
I'm with you, Ty. I'm just saying, I, I'm giving I'm giving him as a fan a buy. All right, I'm giving him a mulligan for for yesterday. Yeah, but I, how but many? I, I'm mul- watching him. I'm how many, watching. How many mulligans though? Like that's I, the thing. I'm saying he's got a body of work that shows he's pretty consistent with us. And I'm giving him the mulligan for yesterday, and I'm going to move on. So, overall, I think our defense looks very, very good. Do you think it looks as good or better as it did last year at this time, first game of the year? Just want your opinion. It's hard to say. I would say even right now. I mean, with the field and the condition, it's hard to judge. Yeah. Yeah. It's also hard to judge. I think regardless of the field and the condition, I still think we shut down Trey Lance. He's not ready yet. I don't think he's that good either. I think we, you know, there was we played with intensity, and I love that. I because I think that's part of the Bear tradition is is playing with that intensity, and sometimes. You know, it didn't always feel like last year we saw that. And I realize it's just the first game this year, but I, I like what I saw. So I'm 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 thumbs up, man, on on I'm excited. I'm thumbs up. I'm not I'm not saying we're playoff bound. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just really liking the direction we're heading. Yeah, I mean I completely agree with that. Like I just I mean, it's too early to tell, really. I mean, that's the right. We can sit here and say all we want. We could lose every single game after which, this. Which I, I, which I hope Seattle does, by the way. This no, year. I'm saying we could. I mean, I like, know. let's be honest here. Like, the only certainty in the NFL is there is no certainty. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Not for long league. So, and that also means not for long in terms of consistency and wins. Well, kind of. depends on who you are. I right, mean, right. I'll tell you what, though. What we do need to talk about is how lucky we got by not getting Mac Jones because he looks like dog shit. Oh, my gosh. That's all we heard in the offseason was Mac Jones is a different player. Well, here's the thing, though, right? Like, and, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but like, I just want to get your opinion on this. Win or lose, we did the best we could in that draft. And, and with trading up to get fields, even though I hate Ryan Pace, that was the best move we could have done. Yeah. Yeah, I I thought Ryan I I didn't like the way it happened, but yeah I I was heck you know you and I were high fiving. What do you mean didn't like the way it happened? I I I didn't. Let me clarify this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I liked the fact that we got Fields. What didn't? What did we trade? What did we we traded up for him? But didn't we give away additional draft picks too? Yeah, but you have to if yeah. you're going to trade up. You can't just jump up. Yeah. Yeah, I guess looking back on it, I thought at first that we may have given away too much. Um, no. But, but now I, I don't think we, as I, I think mean, about it, I he's looking better than he, let, let's be, and I'm being completely mm-hmm. honest and trying to take my bias out of it, but I think he's looking better than Lawrence too. And he was the number one overall. He was the for sure thing. Yeah. Yeah, he was the one that everybody said was NFL ready. So, out of that whole draft class, I mean, so far, the Bears have the best quarterback, in my opinion. Yeah, I I, now, I would agree with that. That could change. Yep. But yep. I'm just saying, you saw Mac Jones' performance yesterday. That was the first time since, what, 1990? Wait. 2003, right? I think that was the stat. The first time since 2003 that the 
Patriots were held without a touchdown in a game. Something like that. Yeah. It was it was incredible. Then the best part about that is that Mac Jones said he was suffering from back spasms and they did x rays and tests and they were all negative. <laughs> well, in the off season, I mean, come on, the lights the red lights had to be going off. In the off season when you hear your defensive coordinator is now your offensive coordinator, maybe some red flags should also go up on that one too. I mean, Matt Patricia Come on, you know, that, you know, really? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, this is, that's going to, I know we're getting a little sidetracked here, but this is going to go down as, was it Brady or was it Bill kind of thing? Well, I think. And it's leaning right now towards Brady. It sure certainly is. In my mind, it's both, but anyhow, we we digress. Yeah, Yeah. let's Let's get back on track to. Oh, I was going to, but now you, you you cut me off, and now I'm lost again. Follow the light, son. You lead for once. Follow the light. Let's let's talk about the upcoming game. I think we're ready oh. to go. You don't even know how many minutes we've been recording. I know. I don't need I'm, to know. Yeah. Oh, I'm oh, really? I'm so excited. So if I told you we've only been recording for 25 minutes, you can fill the rest with Packers Bears? I absolutely can Go for it, because we've only been recording for 30 minutes now. Okay. Well, there's no magical number that we have to stop at, as far as I'm concerned. So here's... Well, we'd like to be an hour. That's kind of what we set out for every time. That's why why I kind of guide the thing. We're going to be like the Bears. We're going to make adjustments at halftime. You know what you are? (laughs) You're that guy who refuses to use technology or a map to get anywhere. You just think... What do you mean? I use my phone all the time. Google Maps is my friend. No, no, no. You're not listening. See, you're doing it again. You're trying to sidetrack me. You're the guy, again, who doesn't use a map or doesn't use technology when it comes to this podcast. You just go wherever. Oh, yeah. I do in this podcast. Yeah, see, that's what... And you didn't let me finish because you got sidetracked again because you always want to derail. And I'm having a great time. I'm going to let you do an episode by yourself one time and see what you start talking about. Start talking about, well, tuna fish. Let me tell you what you can do with tuna fish. Do you want me to tell you? There's speaking of the big th- tuna. Speaking of big tuna, there's a lot of things I could do for tuna fish. Okay, so going back to the... To by the, the way, we've been recording for 46 minutes. I lied. I, I know. I know. See? See, you play with me, and then you try to play I have all... to, because you, well, you, you try you to do. play all innocent with me. So anyway... Looking at the upcoming Bears-Packers game, which, you know, I'm kind of excited about. It, if you would have told it's me... Ten, oh, we're plus, uh, plus 10 right now. I know. I know. I, I'm, the Bears are plus 10. I know they are. And you know what? I, I, I might just take that. I might mm. just take that. Mm, sounds like you're taking the bait. I don't know, buddy. I'm thinking... I, I, I'm kind of looking forward to this because... Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, I know he, you know, he's had this deal and he has owned us. I, I hate the fact that he has to remind us that he's owned us, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to this game. I think we finally have an opportunity. I didn't say to win. Do not mistake my saying we have an opportunity is my saying we are going, I think we can be competitive in this game. I think we can keep it close, and I think we could squeak it out. 
but I think we can be competitive. And there have been many Bears Packers games that we have, you know, it's it's a no brainer. By the halftime, we've pretty much lost. I'm kind of curious where you're at. Scared. I think we could get our asses pretty much handed to us. Um, he gets up for this game every single freaking time. And what scares me about it is, I mean, I'll be honest. Last season, he's been treating the first game. He smiled again. He treats that first game like, like eh, it doesn't matter. Just just the first game. Last year, they came off an ass whooping. From New Orleans. Yeah, 38-3. Yeah. to Mm-hmm. Then they laid an ass whooping on Detroit, thirty-five to seventeen in yeah. week two. Well, they, didn't they also win the next seven games? Yeah, yeah. I, I get that, Ty. I listen. If you heard me say that somehow we're going to win, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I think we can be more competitive this year than we've been in years past, and I think there's a possibility we can keep it close. That's what I'm saying, with a slight chance that we could even win it. I have a worry. Okay. Talk to me, son. Well, I, you're trying to be funny, and I understand that, but like, I'm going to be dead serious here. I don't know if we have anyone that has the fire in their belly for this game. I'm not trying to call players out, but like, this isn't like the old times. Remember, like, Erlacher hated the Packers. Briggs hated the Packers. Tillman. Peppers. Even though he, he later went to play for him, but that's not to any fault of his own. They got up for that game, and they would talk about that game, and they didn't want to talk. They didn't want to do press conferences. They didn't want to do anything like that. They just said, we'll see you on the field. Aaron Rodgers still talks about Brian Urlacher to this day. As he goes, he's the only guy I could play a chess match with and, and that I would lose. He talks about how, how that drove him, like, wow, this rivalry really is special. I don't know if there's anyone on our team that has that fire and that understands how special this is. Like, I get it. We've been beat by them numerous times. But you could get beat. As a fan, especially a fan, you could get beat by these sons of bitches a hundred times in a row. I'm still getting up to fight that 101 just as hard, just as, hard as I fought those previous a hundred times. I don't know if we have that. Hopefully we do. Hopefully the coaching staff knows. I worry about that if they honestly understand what kind of rivalry this is because when you have one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game saying oh I get up for this I live for this game and it's week two and he's coming off a division rival loss like he they lost to Minnesota yeah and and it's it's on their home field yeah yeah that matters and he knows he knows how many times he's beat us Mm -hmm. he I mean he keeps track of all this like I understand that there's certain games, right, where you don't maybe get up, and players will admit this. Maybe they don't get up. They 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 say they try to get up for every game, you know, like, and I believe they do. But like, there's certain games where you just have that bad taste in your mouth that wakes you up a little bit more, that pisses you off a little bit more. And I'm hoping someone shows that, proves that, says that, like. I would almost like it if someone just came out and said, we don't like these guys. 
And we're going to show them we don't like them on Sunday. And then some people might sit there and say, well, why, why poke the bear? Come on, man. We are the bear. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's stop being the little coward in the corner. Like, we need to start, like, you know, show some damn pride is what I'm trying to say. No, I I love your take on it, man. I, I, I think it's great. I as a bear fan, you you got you just got me fired up there. I mean, I I love that. I I love the old days when Briggs would come out and others would come out and say, you know, uh, you know, what do you think of the Packers? They suck. You know, I don't like them. I hate them. I mean, that was great stuff. You 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 were able to build some momentum with that stuff. Fans were able to build some momentum with that stuff. Here's the question. He, what it what I don't know what fire in the belly our current bears have with that game or because I don't know if it's a quiet fire if it's an intense fire that's quiet or if there's no it would bother me if there was no fire it would bother me if they say it's just another game because it's not yeah it's it not, never when it never will be yeah it's it it never has been and it never should be in the future it never just will another be. Game. no it never will be yeah. So yeah, I would. That would I'll bother tell you me where, greatly. I, I'll tell you who should have a fire is Matt Eberflus. You want to keep your job in this town? You want to? You if you lose, but you sweep, you can sweep the Packers. If you can consistently have their number, oh my God, this city will fall in love with you. Yeah, just like they fell in love with Ditka. Yeah, I yeah. mean, because Ditka was a straight shooter. You may not always like what he said, but Ditka would tell you, "Don't like him." Want to beat him? Lovey Smith was quiet, but he even said, "We get up for this game." Yeah. This is, I mean, I, I, I think what'll end up happening is if we do lose or we do get beat down, maybe the coaching staff will realize that oh, this is more than just a game. I hope it doesn't come to that. I hope they know what's on the line because I feel like. From the from an outsider looking in, right, and, and I'm being completely honest. When I watch other teams have rivalries, like there's not too many other rivalries that match this one, but there are certain ones like Dallas and and Philadelphia hate each other. I mean, Dallas and the Giants. I mean, that whole division has a pretty mm-hmm. strict rivalry. But then there's some other divisions, you know, like Pittsburgh and Baltimore hate each other. Right. Like, they get up for that. So, like, what I'm trying to say is when you're not a part of that, I don't know if you realize how big of a deal it actually is. Because if I'm an outsider, like, you know, you look at the Colts, they tied with Houston. That's supposed to be a rival to them. And and they tied. And, you know, some fans were very disappointed. I talked to some fans today at work, and they're like, eh, just one game. I mean, to me, I'd be furious if I tied to the Lions, if I tied to the Vikings. I'd be through the roof livid if we tied to the Packers. Yeah. Like oh, I, yeah. Unless that tie knocked them out of the playoffs, then yeah. I'd be all for it. Right. But that, that, that <laughs> I agree. I was about to put that caveat on there that, listen, if, if, if that knocks them out of playoff contention or wild card, I'm I'm good with that, but th- that that's kind of where I'm going with. Like as an outsider, I hope that they realize how big this is and how big it is for Chicago and how big it is for Bears fans all across what? this world. Like yeah. 
that's the game you don't want to lose. Well, you that's did it. the game I, that puts a bad taste yeah. in your mouth for the rest of the season. It does. It does. And and you're absolutely right. You speak so much truth in saying this that this is not just another game for Bears fans who are truly diehard Bears fans. The Packers Bears game. I mean, these two games are the the biggest games of the year. I'm not trying to act like I'm being over dramatic, but I'm glad this game's at night so that I, you know, either I'm going to go to I'm going to have a hard time going to bed cuz I'm going to be happy or I'm going to go to bed angry, but it's not going to ruin my whole day. It might ruin my next day. Like I'm not trying to be over dramatic, but when you lose to them and and you have to put up the whole off season where Aaron Rodgers goes on this whole like he's breaking free and doing all these podcasts now, and he's shit talking the Bears at every single corner. Like it, it, it pisses me off. Like I'm in a bad mood now. I'm not mean to other people. I, you know, I'm I'm just like, damn it, man. Like I I keep dwelling on it. Mm-hmm. Like how 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 do we let that play happen? How are we not prepared for this? How the hell do we get blown out like this? Like to me. I hope they bring the awareness of, dude, this guy went on a shit talk Chicago Bears like for the whole mm-hmm. off season. Like if that doesn't get you up, because yeah. like if he might not be shit talking you personally, but better believe that he is because you wear that uniform and that's who he's addressing. He's not even having the respect to address you individually. He's lumping you in as I own you. I've owned you my whole fucking life. Yeah. So here's That's what he said yeah. last year. Yeah. Let's not forget yeah. that. So here's what I picture in terms of, you know, the bears coming out with, a, if the bears come out with a fire in their belly and they really understand the tradition that this is not just another game. Here's what I picture in terms of intensity. I want to see I want to see us hitting hard. I want to see us going after the ball. I want to see us diving. I want to see all the things that tell me that our heart and soul is in this game. I love the fact that when one of the San Francisco 49ers uh gave a shoulder to to Justin Fields, I don't know if you saw that, how a bunch of our guys were like on on them immediately. Yeah, it was a roughing the passer. Yeah. So or no, it was uh it, w- w- it was uh, unnecessary roughness. roughness. So did you see? I love the fact of how all the guys came to his defense. You can tell him, hey, you know what? They like this guy. They just don't. He's the, just not their quarterback. They didn't do that for Trubisky. No, and it bothered me. Yeah, and I don't like Trubisky, but that's your guy. I exactly. I always thought you you protect your guy. But but uh, they immediately remind got me pissed off with Fields. See you that's know, that's fire in your belly. You know who would never let that happen? Who? Olin Krutz. Oh, I know. He. I mean, well, Olin's kind of crazy too. But I, I don't love, give a shit. I, I love. I, I love the. He, I love the crazy. It didn't matter who is if it was his quarterback. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter if it was a wide receiver. He would. He had your back. Yeah, and that goes a long way, man. Oh, it does. It does. You you know that. I mean, it sounds old school, but some of that stuff is so integral to a good team. Really is. It really, really, and, is. and it's it's really underestimated in terms of giving a team cohesion and unity and and a oneness to fight for um, a championship. 
But it's also like, this might sound a little cheesy, but like if you're having a rough day or something at work and maybe someone doesn't know it and they walk by and they say, hey, we're almost there, buddy. Let's keep going. Like, we're almost there, Brian. Let's keep going. You know, sometimes it does feel good. And it's that little gesture that kind of gets you up. It does. And, And I think more or less, I know I'm trying to relate this to football where there's violence on every single second of every single play but i would be like hell yeah my guy has my back like let's go uh-huh like let's do this yeah yeah you know what i mean i i, I would have that intensity yeah well so, it ramps up it ramps up the fire in the belly just what you just said and that's, i hope that's what and, we'll do it and we're gonna need it yep when it comes down to yep i mean i'll wrap it up with this we could get killed we could not I don't know. They have good, talented rookie wide receivers. I know that one They that Randall Cobb was saying he's the next Michael Thomas. Dropped that ball, the bomb, right off the rip. I forget his name. Yeah, it was number nine, but I, 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 can't, I can't, can't think, think of his of name. Dobbs is the other one. Yeah, so yeah. the chemistry's not there yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So maybe we can take advantage of that. But what also scares me is we also have young DBs out there. So... You know, I mean, it's going to be a little bit of a chess match, and we're going to, yeah. we might need some luck, but I'll tell you what we can't do. And we've done this before, and Lovey used to do this, and it drove me crazy. You cannot stop scoring on Aaron Rodgers. You cannot, especially yeah. when you wear that bear uniform, because he gets pissed off every time he looks at it, and he's looking at it for the whole game. Yeah. Okay? So he's looking at that for all four quarters. Okay, you have 60 minutes of football that he's going to be pissed off because he's looking at you. Maintain that focus, I think, is key. Oh, absolutely. He, Rodgers would love us to, if it was close, for us just to run the ball and burn the clock and and try to play take everything. No take no shots. Try to play punt everything ball, conservative. Be, punt the be, ball because our defense is playing ex- well. That exactly. drives me nuts. It drives me nuts too because you know what what Rodgers will do? He will get out there in the first play of the game. He'll throw a bomb, bomb and TD, and boom. Well, we're now what, we're now. No, what's even worse, Dan, is he'll do that, and then we get the ball back and we go immediate three and out, and it's like a turnover. And they're like, wow, the Packers just scored 14 points in five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. because you can't play ball like you, that. You, can't, you, you can't, can't do that shit either where you're like, we need to run down the clock, so we're going to run the ball. you got to keep your foot ways. on the gas. Keep your foot on the gas. Bears, you got to. The whole game with him, this, as soon as you take it easy, he will take advantage of And when of you. you think the Packers are beat, put another 24 on them. There you go. I'm dead serious because they're not going to stop. I love that mentality because that's the only way you can beat them. And it should be that way for any team. I mean, look, as far as I'm concerned, you're in this league. You know, if you get hammered on, you get hammered on. I hate taking the foot off the gas. I really do. I believe you just got to keep going. Well, you know, one, one coach once said it the best. He said, you know what? If we're playing football... If you want to keep me from scoring, stop me. As Belichick, he yeah. said that. Yeah. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up this episode. I think it was a good episode. I think we... Um, it's late. I've yawned several times. I've been up since 5 in the morning. 
It's by bedtime in about an hour and a half. So I'm going to get this podcast up and uploaded. But again, if you guys want to call, I'll put the number down. Again, I've said it in other previous episodes. It's also on Instagram and stuff. But uh, if, if you want to call during the game and leave your angry thoughts or happy thoughts or whatever, we'd love to play them at the end of the episodes or something just to get your voice heard or if you have questions we can play them at the beginning of the episode and or you just have statements we can play them so get your voice out there because yeah. it's just not these two airbags talking for 90 minutes yeah or 60 we, minutes or in three hours yeah. or two hours yeah or, call call us up and uh talk bear football with us man that's that's why we do this well, it's a pretty uh, glass half full season so far, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see where we go from here. One thing we didn't talk about that we need to talk about and finish on real quick is the Bermuda grass that we changed out from the Kentucky bluegrass at the stadium. Actually, held up really nice. It did. It did. Given all the water, that that place would have been terrible with that other grass on it. It, it was. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how it does during dry, dry conditions this yeah, year too. Exactly, and, and hopefully it. Helps give us an edge, too, because in the past, that Kentucky bluegrass was absolute shit. So, I guess we'll figure it out. Yeah. And it's Packer week, and it's going to be a long week, guys. Buckle up. But, I, you know, hopefully, I see... Uh, we'll do our predictions real quick. It's either going to be close, or we're going to get blown out. I know that's a weird way to say it, but I just... <laughs> I'm worried about. I already said it. I'm worried about the fire in the belly on our side. I know it's all because mm-hmm. I because I know it's on Green Bay's side. So yeah, it's either going to be close or they're going to blow us out. What do you think? I'm I'm going to uh, take the risk and say uh, Bears twenty four, Packers twenty one. Whoa! So I was right too. Close game. All mm-hmm. right. <laughs> Remember, it's always a good time when you bear down. <laughs>